You're listening to season five of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I am so delighted that you are here. I'm passionate about all things business, marketing, and celebrating the everyday. And I'm here to help you navigate the crossroads of life, business, and everything in between. I'm a small city mama who works from home and has been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years, switching up from event planning to marketing and social media consulting. Along with personally experiencing hardship in my own life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me for happy hour as I connect you with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business, sharing all the secrets on how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you are challenged and encouraged to work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Before I dive into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know how grateful I am for every single review that you leave on Apple Podcast and Google. With listeners from around the world, each review helps Celebrating Simple Life podcast get notice and grows our listenership. A review only takes a minute. You can even press pause right now. Scroll down on the Apple Podcast home screen, click the star rating and write a quick review, or jump over to Google Celebrating Simple Life. And if you want to connect on conversations about the episodes and find out who future guests are, follow Celebrating Simple Life podcast on Instagram and click over to celebratingsimplelife.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter. I'm so delighted to have you with me today. Yes, you. The show is better because you are here. Today on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, we are continuing our series of celebrating joy. And what better way to spark joy than by talking about sweets, desserts, and the most adorable candy store in Saskatoon. I'm chatting with Ben Quadrini, owner of The Shop, with locations in Saskatoon, Regina, and online. Ben is innovative and results-driven. He's a change agent, entrepreneur. He has extensive experience in marketing, sales, and project management. And you are going to hear the energy that he brings to all of the projects that he has his hand in, including the shop. He's originally from St. Catharines, Ontario, and now calls Saskatoon home. I had the joy of touring the shop recently, trying out all the goodies, looking at the beautiful design in the store, and my heart and my sweet tooth were so happy. Tune in as we chat all about how the shop came to be after being tested out as a pop-up and get inspired to add creativity and sparks of joy in your own business as you listen to Ben's insight for how to do this. And then just get yourself over to the shop in person, online, and be ready to be amazed. Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So nice to have you here today. Um, I My heart's actually fluttering thinking about the fun that my daughters and I recently had at the shop here in Saskatoon. And we had the funnest afternoon hanging out. Well, we weren't there all afternoon, but we weren't, we weren't being those people. But we were in the store and that space, like, my goodness, it has such a such a good feel to it and just the glass as you walk by and being able to see right inside from down by the river and well done my friend 
<laughs> Thank you so much. You know, my team, um, I think we really did a good job with it. You know, it's so funny, the timing of this, because we were up um, literally all last night. My projects team and I didn't sleep last night because we oh. had a, a projects meeting this morning and a meeting with our two store managers to um, basically go over, over the new launches and the new product launches and everything that we're planning to do with this business between now and next summer. Um, and, you know, it's a lot. And when we came into this, um, you know, we, we knew that we had to innovate and we had to constantly change things up um, and make sure that we're engaging our consumers and that things are always, you know, changing. When you go in, for example, in October, things are going to be completely different from today. Mm-hmm. Um, not just with our products, but also with our space. And I'm so excited for some of the things that we're going to do. Um, you know, we've looked at, you know, some world-renowned cafes and some just incredible businesses that we both visited um, and where we know the owners and all of this. And we've just kind of seen, you know, what they've done extremely well. And we've taken a little bit of, you know, everything and we're going to bring it, you know, into the, the Saskatchewan market. So it's a really, it's a cool time to talk about this, this company because this is where my head's at right now. This is what we've been working on and this is what we're, we're doing. So thank you for that. I think they did an incredible job. We did an incredible job with the space. The space just in general is so nice with all the windows and the location. I don't know how it sat empty for two years before we actually took it because it's just incredible, but we love it. We love it. Yeah. And clearly you had the right team involved because I mean, a location is great. Sure. Yeah. You want to be in like a nice location, but you can see some pretty not well done businesses in beautiful locations too. And it's not just the location, right? Like once you're in there and you're transforming it, like um, I had a chance to chat uh, just last week with uh, Miranda and Joe from Altos, who I understand were involved in the design um, of this space. And I just, I love that you're taking um, a fresh approach on, on something as well as being able to kind of work with local businesses in order to capture the gifts of other businesses that are here and infusing them in lots of different ways into your own store. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And yeah, Miranda and Joe did an incredible, incredible job. And we use them for, you know, lots of different projects. And, you know, from my internal team, so the project manager that handles the shops, her name is Yesenia, and she is an interior yes. designer. She is the loveliest. Isn't she? <laughs> I know. She's such a great lady. And, you know, she's so creative in all of these things that really brought that project together so well. I would say most of our companies in Saskatchewan are e-commerce based. Um, so we, we don't have a ton of physical locations. Um, so I don't want to say it's not my expertise, but it's not our expertise. You know, we usually do different things, but I think, um, you know, between Miranda and Yesenia, they pulled it together and a fast fact for this project. So we use one of our companies on Broadway called the boutique as almost like a launching pad. It's a pop-up shop. Um, so we use it as a launching pad for like our consumer facing products and brands. So we used it to launch um, a concept called Candy Boutique, where we had like our candy club candy, and then we brought in our edible cookie dough, and it did so well that we looked for a permanent location. And between the time that we decided to do it, and when we actually opened our doors in River Landing, was only four and a half weeks. 
And that included wow. design and construction because we built it in two and a half weeks and we designed it in two weeks. So like, that's how fast these things come together. And I think for that type of time period and, and turnover, they did exceptionally well. That is unbelievable. Like I yeah. can't even figure out how I'm like going to get my grass cut in the next month <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> Usually me too. But for some reason in business, I can pull it together. I don't know how, but. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, and I want to backtrack here a little bit because I think that's a really cool concept. And I think there was a lot of buzz around, around, you guys having the location that you did on, on Broadway, where it was kind of revolving with some other businesses and it would be one thing for a bit and then another something else. And I think also because we were in the throes of a world pandemic and things were all upside down, topsy-turvy um, in the world and in business and just trying to figure out how to even get people in a store at certain periods, um, I find it so interesting that so much of this has happened right in the throes of this all, which really goes to show that you guys are doing something right because business has been challenging for a lot of places. And it's been such a year of just so many different things and having to learn new ways of doing things and just making sure that we're all kind of just staying fresh and current and doing, following the rules and all of the things, right. That I think it's, really neat that all of this has happened during this time. So let's back up here. And how initially did you kick off this idea of having the location on Broadway be sort of a bit of a hub, like you said, before making the decision to expand into its own location? Well, so we launched um, a company called The Shoe Boutique in 2017 in that location. And mm -hmm. The Shoe Boutique is still alive and well. It's, it's one of Amazon's top 1,000 global sellers. So we send out between 500 and 800 packages a day out of that company. Um, but it is an e-com company. And going into this year, especially through the pandemic, um, I mean, we, we did no business in the store. And although the business was doing so well, we were wasting that storefront. And that's something that I never like to do is waste resources because yeah. why not use them, you know? And um, I was okay with it for, you know, the years before. And even in those years, like once we launched online shortly after opening, it was very clear that that was going to be the future of that business. So less than 1% of our revenue came from in-store sales and the store still did okay, but it wasn't our focus. It never was. So Coming into this year through the pandemic, uh, my team and I sat down and I just wasn't happy with, you know, having that store there in a prime location in Saskatoon and just being wasted, you know, in my opinion, being wasted. Yeah. Um, so what we did is we wanted to be aggressive in the market and launch a number of different projects. And we had some really cool ideas. So what we said is, you know what, let's do what, you know, huge markets do like New York and London and Chicago and all over the place and use this location for pop-up retail so we can test out our ideas basically for free because we have this location regardless. Yeah. So test them out in here. If they fail, get rid of them. If they do well, <laughs> let's launch them, you know? And so far they've been really successful. So it's worked really well. Um, but that's how we kind of came about that whole concept. And it's new. I know still like our, our customers in general are confused. With, <laughs> like, you know, it's true. It's true with what like 
we're doing. And they're just like, man, whoever's, I hear so many people like whoever's running this business, man, they suck. They keep closing down and reopening. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Come on, people. We're just trying to get with the times, right? I know. I know. I love it. So is that still what that location is right now then is a revolving pop-up of different things? Yeah, hundred percent. So we're running our pop-up for the summer, uh, which is our moped rentals because my firm's been lobbying the provincial government and uh, the municipalities of Saskatoon and Regina to bring shared micromobility. I don't know if you've ever been to cities like Calgary or Edmonton. Yes. You see those little scooters that you go around on? Yes. Yeah. And like, I love these cities and I love government and I love working with government, but what we can do in private enterprise in 10 minutes takes them three years. And that's just yeah. how it works, you know? Yeah. So we're not going to implement that until probably 2023, but we saw a need for like a safe, cool, fun activity in Saskatoon. So we're a dealer for Segway. So we utilize that to launch this pop-up and rent mopeds out of the location for the summer. And it's like been the most incredible. <laughs> I love seeing them around town. Like just the <laughs> it's giving me actually flashbacks to my days of living in uh, China where I owned a moped for my permanent form of transportation and where it's just like seas of moped mopeds are out there like way more than vehicles. And I was like, this is so fun seeing this in our little city. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's, it's been incredible. It's been a wild ride. I will tell you that like the business is the business side of it. Amazing. We've done super well. We will definitely be doing it again next year. But you know, the one thing that I know about this market is that sometimes it doesn't love change. You know, I grew up in Southern Ontario and coming out here, it was like a time warp because we're just, <laughs> we're a little bit behind, you know? And I think we've got to be honest about that, you know? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I would say that I get yelled at about 10 times a day from random people on the street, just saying how much they hate it and how I'm ruining the city and all of these things. But you know what? <laughs> like <laughs> we're sold out all the time. People love it. I yeah. love it. So you know what? We're going to do it anyways. <laughs> well, all I see is joy and smiles driving around. That's for sure. I don't see anyone grumpy on a moped. <laughs> They're all talking to me. They're talking to me. <laughs> I love it. Well, my daughter is 13 and counting down the days till next summer when she might be able to participate. So <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Um, I love it. Um, so, okay. So you're doing that right now. So let's jump back then. So you decide to just make a go of a freestanding location of what has now worked out of this hub pop-up kind of store, which is the shop and the candy. And I mean, it looked really adorable when you had it in there then, but it's like, honestly, this new store is like, it took, it took all of the juice and all of the things. And it just amplified times a million now that you're down there. And there's just, I felt like while we were in there, there was this like so much to see yet calm. Like there was this perfect hybrid of, wow, you can look at the cookie dough and you can look at the popsicles and there's all the adorable boxes of candy and which ones am I going to fit into the box that I'm buying to take home and the Dippin' Dots and or I could just sit here and eat them and stare out the window and watch the river. Like, you know, it just, yeah. it has all the things. And there was, I think because it's such a trafficked 
area outside, just there's this hustle and bustle kind of going on around with all of the other things going on in that area. But then you're in there and it's just this like calm, sugar smelling, fun experience. And yeah, like it's just so great. And I, for one, am always on the lookout for new fun. We travel a lot. We, I like to see the world. And this last 18 months has been none of those things. And so we're extra looking and trying to staycation and really know our city um, and shop the places here. And this bar none was like one of the funnest little outings of our summer, for sure. Just popping in and and trying new things and having a little sugar rush and just the kids there. I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't just the kids. It was me too being like, whoa, this is the best afternoon ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah so you know, I, I think what makes that space really cool is the fact that there's so many things going on, but it all just kind of comes together and it works. And I think we're going to take that a step further um, in the coming months to launch, you know, multiple new um, concepts in that space without removing the same number of concepts. So we're adding, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I, I think we're going to do it in a way that's really going to work. We're also quadrupling the seating that is going into that space because, you know, we took advantage of the fact that, you know, this plaza that they just built here in River Landing is incredible. Um, there's tons of seating. It's summer. People want to be out. When it's minus 40, they probably <laughs> don't want to grab something and go outside and eat it, right? So mm -hmm. we need to be able to provide that type of seating. And we're going to offer more, um, I don't want to say food service, but borderline food service um, in there and turn it more into not just a walk-in, walk-out, but an actual like dine-in type of space. Right. And I'm really excited for that. Um, also because we're servicing this development that's going to have 2,500 people here working all day, every day. So I think there's an opportunity um, with those people to, you know, cater to people who want to just have a fun meeting or kind of sit down and collaborate mm -hmm. in a different space or something like that. Um, so genuinely, I mean this when I say it, you know, when you come in in a month and a half, that space is going to feel different. And I'm so excited for that because I think it's going to be incredible. Yay. Well, so am I, I will be there in a month. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think as we, as we grow up and get older and I mean, I think like I receive myself now in the things that my kids are doing, but we kind of lose that sometimes. And I think we forget how much our surroundings and the places we go and the experiences we have and just the fun that we are able to incorporate in little ways in our life can just make our life so much more enjoyable rather than just feeling like our life is all about getting up. It's a grind, do this, do that, go to bed, wake up, repeat. And I think your shop is just a perfect example of um, like I've definitely known more adults that have gone there than kids, even though you think candy store and you think, oh, that's where kids go hang out, you know, but it feels like this elevated grown up version where kids are still welcome too, but that it just, it feels different. And I felt like I was on a vacation. I felt like walking in there was like how I have felt when I've traveled to different cities and you're sort of intentionally seeking out cool boutiques and shops and places and just sightseeing a city and stumbling upon little gems that you didn't know about because you're not a local there. 
that's what this felt like here. And it was a really neat experience to have that happen in my own city that I've lived in for many, many years. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, I we've got two entire shipping containers coming from um, Asia full of florals, only florals, and they're only going in these two locations. So that gives you kind of an idea as to how <laughs> we're going to change it, like entire shipping containers full of only that. And the only part I'm not looking forward to is actually installing them. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that, you know, as we go through seasons and kind of, you know, figure out the space, the space in general is beautiful, but I think in my taste personally, and I know Yesenia was feeling the same, it's a little bit on the cold side because, you know, we've got the exposed concrete, we've got the exposed ceiling. Um, there's a few walls that we could kind of bring it in and make it a little bit more warm and things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about the space itself too. And I, I hope that you know, you'll love it after we make some of these changes. It's going to be incredible, but it's it's going to feel even more like fun and inviting and just like a happy space, you know? Yeah, I love that. And it's so cool too, because I mean, I think it's easy as a business owner to kind of just be like, okay, we're done here now. We're just going to keep trying to like do our business and do the things. But the fact that there's this like element of changing it up and evolving and thinking of new products and trying to keep people on their toes I find that so energizing, even though as a business owner myself, I know how much work it is to evolve and be creative and always be feeling like you're pushing, pushing the limits on, on creativity and all of those things. But I think that we all need that right now. And I think it's amazing that you are um, doing this in your locations. I'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to give you a moment to snag a sweet treat from Crave Cupcakes. Don't even get me started on how much I love a sweet treat, but when the craving strikes, I head over to Crave Cupcakes. My absolute favorite flavor is the Dirty Blonde. Maybe it's a throwback to the blonde days of my youth, but that vanilla cake baked from their family recipe swirled with rich chocolate buttercream icing is absolute perfection. And as a salute to fall, they have banana cream pie flavored cupcakes. It's a banana cake filled with creamy vanilla custard topped with browned butter buttercream with graham crumbs. You can even get this banana cream pie flavor as a whole cake. This feature flavor is only available until September 25th. And because we want you to treat yourself as a listener of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, you get an exclusive code to receive 10% off your order of $21 or more on mini cupcakes, original cupcakes, cookies, and sandwich cookies. Pop over to cravecupcakes.ca and use the code celebrating or stop by in person at their beautiful store located at 802 Broadway Avenue in Saskatoon. Use the code celebrating because today is a great day to celebrate. All right, friend, back to the show. So that brings me to my next question, which is how do you decide what kinds of products and things you're going to carry? Cause they're so unique. Like I know you hear candy store. If you're thinking candy store, okay, well yeah, candy can be candy, but this is not just candy. This is all about the experience and the way that it's packaged. And there were some unique ones. I got to try the chili mango bears, which were like spicy mango gummy bears that I was like, this is interesting. It wasn't just your average uh, five cent candy gummy bear. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how we do it, it takes a lot of effort. Um, and, you know, I'm fortunate to have a team that is well-traveled like yourself. 
And you know, when you just go different places and you just see different things and you're yeah. like, wow, is that ever cool? Why can't we have that at home? You know? Yeah. So what we've done is we essentially research and, and search out the coolest concepts that we see internationally and that we know of. And then we bring them here and introduce them in a way that we think will work here at home. Um, you know, that candy is a perfect example. Like Candy Club is out of the States. It's made um, in Spain and the Netherlands. And it's like the most incredible candy. There's over a hundred different flavors. They're constantly changing different varieties, all of this um, for different times of the year and seasonal and all of those different things. Um, but like, it's, it's really good. It's not your standard stuff that you get in a convenience store. It's unique. It makes great gifting opportunities. And it's almost just like cool to try different things over time if you're into candy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's how we essentially do is we sit down, we do research, you know, internationally, what we see working, what we think can work here, um, what we think can work in this space, you know? And that's the tough part too, is that, you know, we've, we've come up with concepts that we want to do, but you know what, they need their, their own entire space for it. You can't just kind of fit it in there. So it didn't work, but you know, that's a perfect example of, you know, something that we're looking to bring into the boutique in the future, test it out and then roll it out again, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but that's essentially how we do it. We do our research, we sit down, we discuss if we think it can work. Um, and then we go from there. And surprisingly, there's a lot of concepts that are not in our market. And um, it's, it's weird. And, and I think we harness that because one thing I know for sure about business here is people love new concepts. They love new mm -hmm. things here. So what we did is when we sat down to, to decide, I guess, on this business, we said, okay, what we're going to do is give the public exactly what they want, which is new stuff, new launches all the time, but in a familiar space. And I think it's the best of both worlds here because people love new things like, you know, Olive Garden opened. Oh my gosh, you couldn't <laughs> get in there for a month if you waited there, right? Like that, and there's so many examples like that, right? But then kind of demand dies off over time once people realize that, you know, sure, they have like new features and stuff, but it's the same, it's the same place, right? So what we're doing is we're giving people the no change in terms of like incredible space, but we're giving them change in terms of new launches all the time. So it's the best of both worlds. And we think it's exactly what this market wants. Um, because if you go into, you know, other markets, people almost over time gravitate more towards businesses as they age and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Here, I, I feel like not so much. They, they want to try the new stuff all the time. So that's why we kind of came up with this as well. Um, and we put new things in regularly and change it up while keeping some favorites, you know, and, and making sure that they don't go away. But I also think, for example, like we had a lot of frozen treats that we, we had in the summer. And I think on a business standpoint, We'd be kidding ourselves if we think that we're going to maintain revenue for frozen products, especially like <laughs> our products that are minus 40, you know, in February, as we did in July, it's just not going to work. Right. Yeah. So this is where we need to be a little bit forward thinking and make sure that, you know, if we have these lofty goals in terms of what we, how we want to perform as a business that we, you know, bring in product and concepts that, you know, correlate with how we want to perform. So that's how we do it as well. That's amazing. Well, and to top it all off, you guys have your adorable um, mobile uh, truck that's out. 
<laughs> that just looks like a little breath of fresh tropical air in our Saskatchewan downtown. And it's just so cute. And we've had some fun, fun nights out going for ice cream at the little truck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I think that that's done well. That's something that um, like that pop up that was just an extension of La Sorbetteria, one of our brands in, in the store. Um, we're not going to continue with it, obviously, in the cold months because yeah. there's no um, but we are going to bring that concept into Regina permanently. So mm -hmm. that's something that, you know, will be available there. Um, and the stores won't always be identical. You know, some things might be available in that market in other places. And if it is that we're, that we're not going to bring it in, we don't want to bring something in that other people have. Yeah. But um, that's certainly new. I personally loved it because I love ice cream and it's just like over the top, you know, that's what it is. It's over the top. And I think one of the other things that doesn't always happen, I think nearly as quickly as in other places, like you mentioned, big centers like New York and London and all the places is just these almost, I know this term is way overused, but like Instagrammable things that people are wowed about when they're traveling. And I almost think that here, because that isn't something that we're usually not the trendsetters here, let's just be honest, like we've discussed, but I think sometimes, even in my mind, you almost sometimes associate something cool and fun with traveling. Like it's like in my head, you're like, oh yeah, that can happen there because because I don't know why, but the idea of seeing those cool over-the-top waffle cones from the, the mobile stand and all the toppings and fun things on there, like my kids were like, mom, stop taking pictures. We just want to eat our ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, all right, sorry. Yeah, got it. You know, <laughs> it was, it's so over the top that you're like, first of all, this would most likely never be something that you're like making at home. Maybe, but you're going out because this is the whole experience and it's cool and it's neat. You can't go to the grocery store and get that, you know, like it's, yeah, it's was just a really neat idea that it's like, this is where you go to get this. And I actually can't walk anywhere else in Saskatoon to get that. 100%. And what you just said is exactly like, that's our entire marketing strategy for this company is, you know, our customers essentially market for us and we provide an experience um, that makes them want to do it, you know, and that's our job. And that's why, you know, recently when we've been pumping money into new things like these shipping containers full of flowers, um, you know, essentially we had to make, you know, a decision. Do we want to go into traditional media and spend money on billboards and radio and all of these mm -hmm. things, or do we want to improve our business so that people want to just do our marketing for yeah. us? And, <laughs> and that's what we decided to do, you mm -hmm. know, and I think, I think it's going to be money better spent. You know, I'm all for traditional media. I love it. Um, but, you know, I think it's got, you know, a place with certain types of companies. And I think this one is more of like a social media based type of marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I'm excited because as we bring in new concepts, that's where you've got to change things up. Because if you think you're going to get the same return from your customers in terms of tags and posts and things like that, if you just always have the same stuff, you're just not right. Like yeah. they want that new product to tag or something new to show that, Hey, I went to the shop and I tried this first and it's so cool. Check it out. Stuff like that, you know, but um, thank you for saying that because when we literally built that store, 
what we discussed was an Instagrammable space. And yeah. that's literally <laughs> what we wanted. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Like it, it really totally is. And um, up on celebrating Simple Life blog, there's going to be a whole blog about our adventures down to the store. And we had so much fun. Like I was like, I don't know where to turn because there's just so many photo ops in here. Like I just don't know what to do. And now thinking like in a month from now, I'll get to go back again and be like, it's like, a totally different thing that excites me. My creative brain just like goes for things like that. Um, yeah, I just love it. And I think you're right. I often feel like when there is a, when there is a space that has so many possibilities to it, you're absolutely right. There's so many other things that can come from it. Cause I'm in there as a business owner, I'm in there being like, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. And I'm thinking about, yeah, I'm in the store and I'm what I'm purchasing, but I'm also in there thinking, oh my goodness, wouldn't this be great to like meet this client here for, for a meeting? Or wouldn't it be great to have a photo shoot there with a few of my clients that need new photos for their content? You know, like how else can we just be and spend time in this beautiful space? And that's exactly what you've created. Cause we've all been in stores where you're like, I can't wait to get out of here. This is, this is not doing anything for anyone. <laughs> sure for sure no 100 percent. yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it and our experiences that we're bringing out and that's one of the you know key points that we're looking at going forward is creating experiences for our customers that are unique mm-hmm. you know especially as we head into the winter i mean look you might not be like me but i always struggle to find cool things to do you know with my friends with my partner with mm-hmm. whoever you know and that's you know that's tough because we're in a market where Unfortunately, there's not a ton of things to do. So if we can create unique experiences that people, you know, want to come in for um, and we'll, you know, pay money in exchange for those experiences, mm-hmm. I think as a business, we've won. And, you know, some of our new things that we're going to do, including like afternoon tea service, that's just like super fancy and, and just like really, really, I don't want to say exotic, but just with things you can't get here, you can't find yeah. it anywhere else, you know? And I think we're missing experiences like that because I myself was a customer of, you know, a place, I don't know if you remember, Little Bird. Do you remember Little Bird? It was a tragedy, a sad tragedy hearing that place close. Right? Yes. But that's that's kind of where, you know, I thought of this concept and I was just in Toronto and there's um, an incredible cafe called La Durée. Um, in Yorkdale and it's it's a concept out of Paris and it's just incredible and that's what kind of got that going for me is just like oh my gosh we need this and we had it and then we lost it and it's like you know what let's bring it back so we're bringing it back (laughs) yay (laughs) that makes me so happy I had afternoon tea I I have no trouble traveling and being on my own by myself. I, my husband and I were in Boston a few years ago and I did most of Boston alone while he was in conferences and I had afternoon tea by myself at the Boston public library. And it was like one of the most magical experiences of my life. It was so, I felt like I was in a movie. It was so picturesque and so fun and there was no schedule and everything was just to the button. And I I think I was like grinning from ear to ear, like a big dummy the whole time I was in there because it was just magical. And that for me was like, we had a hundred other fun experiences on that trip, but there was just little moments that when all the details line up and everything is there, 
it's like stuck in my brain forever as just one of like the top things I've done. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I can, I mean, I have the same types of stories too. And it's just like, it's cool and it's nice and it's things you can do with your friends, things you can do on your own. Um, and everybody needs to eat. So why not eat things that you really want to eat yeah. too? You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. I totally agree. And why can't that happen here at home? Right? Like, I feel like, I mean, our family does travel a lot, but I know there's a lot of people that don't have travel as sort of a part of the priority. It's, it's expensive. There's a million reasons why traveling. And now after the pandemic, like there's a whole another million reasons as to why traveling is its own thing. Right. But to be able to have those things here at home, there is just no reason why that can't happen here. And I love that that's the concept that you guys are going for. Just these unique experiences here. You don't need to go anywhere. We're just right here. Thank you. Um, how do you find, I know we were talking about this before about um, even just with the design of the store and stuff, but how does your store, especially now that you have a location in Regina too, and in Saskatoon, a physical location, how do you find that you like being able to connect within the communities and with other businesses and working together. I know that even that whole social media and like sharing and tagging and all of that piece just becomes so much more prominent when businesses are working together versus feeling like we're competing with each other, even if there maybe would be some similarities. You know what? I love that in general. I love collaborating with other business owners, um, you know, in this market I love just kind of, you know, working to lift each other up. I'm a true believer that, you know what, even your competitors, like lift them up. It's going to help yes. you too. What's wrong with that, you know? And um, we've done some really cool collaborations. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because some of our new concepts that are that are coming in, um, we have so many collaborations planned to kind of showcase other amazing businesses that are maybe home-based or, or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. And I'm excited to, you know, give some visibility to those different businesses. Um, and it's going to be interesting. You know, the perfect example is, you know, afternoon tea. I have no interest in, you know, hiring our own chefs to make all of, you know, you know, the cute little sandwiches and all yes. those things that go with it. So we're going to have all of those things and it's going to be all freshly made, but it's not going to be made in our shop, it's going to be made by a local caterer, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, it's just little things like this, where we can showcase different businesses and different business owners, and kind of give them some visibility and help them launch if they're starting out or whatever. Yeah. And I love that. I honestly that I love, I love it because, you know, people have to stick together. And especially with the pandemic, like you were saying, oh, my goodness, has it been difficult. And I'm fortunate to say that all of my companies have thrived through it. But man, did we ever work for that? You know, it's not as easy totally. as it used to be where, you know, you woke up, you turn the lights on and away you go. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you turn the lights on at two in the morning and, you know, you're trying to come up with your next thing and how you're going to, you know, do something online because in person's not working. And I know, um, you know, to some of the, the companies that I own are, are in the dental field, you know, because my ex-wife is a dentist, the, mm -hmm. the best dentist. And you know, that was probably the biggest struggle because I remember when, you know, we decided for her to go to dental school and we said, you know what, this is our concrete plan. You know, these companies will never fail. They will be incredible. People always have teeth. People always, you know, need their teeth fixed. And then the pandemic hits yeah. and the government says you literally can't earn revenue 
yet your expenses are six figures a month. And it's just like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And yeah. the answer is nothing. You couldn't do anything, you know? So fortunately, we had other companies that, that were doing well and thriving, our e-commerce-based companies, and we were able to, you know, supplement those expenses and all of that. But man, did that ever throw me for a loop? And I think everybody else, because, you know, what you thought was your rock was mm-hmm. not, you know? Yeah, like it was like everything you've ever known was upside down and yes. there was just no two ways about it, like illegal to do the things that you were wanting to do. I pivoted my entire career. I have been in the event planning world for almost 20 years. Um, And one minute the pandemic hits and the whole rest of the year was gone, right? And I spent a good part of the rest of the year. I mean, like you said, it's 2 a.m. and the wheels are turning and you're like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And you're like, have every entrepreneurial hat you've ever worn on at the same time, trying to like think of ways that, that you can reinvent yourself and your business and the things based on what's possible. And I completely pivoted into social media content creation and consulting for small businesses and things that I always did for event planning clients before, but never something that I kind of had as its own service to offer. And life's never been busier because everybody's trying to grow their business. (laughs) And so, you know, like you have to just, I, I can completely relate to what you're saying in my own life because there's, I could have just laid down and called it a day said, we're just done here, but that's not me. That's not my demeanor. And I knew there was more. And I always think that dark experiences are supposed to lead us somewhere And I'm like, where is this light at the end of the tunnel? It's got to be here somewhere, right? And you get there. And now I look back and all of the things that have come from it. And I'm I'm so grateful, even though it was very scary, very dark, very something that I don't wish for anybody to have had to go through. And I know all of us have our very own unique stories as to how this past 18 months has Um, affected us both positively and negatively but yeah I just I find it so interesting that um, I think that sort of sometimes just and I think that's part of like keeping ourselves healthy and well and no not not that you're trying to anticipate doom and gloom coming in your life but when you are at that space you just sort of have the capabilities of making those maybe more swift decisions of how do I pivot how do I do this and because I know there are dark days where I'm like, nope, nothing creative's coming here. This is not the day, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> We're going to try this again tomorrow. Yeah. I'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to tell you a few details about the In Good Company Social Club. What exactly is the In Good Company Social Club? Well, This is a small group of supportive business partners that you never knew you always wanted. Through this intentional monthly virtual group, you will create a strategy, plan, and schedule your own social media in your business. Creating content to increase your presence in an authentic way while creating incredible impact on your business. You will not only gain clarity and the tools to start scheduling your social media in an efficient way, you'll have access to asking the questions, learning the best practices that are unique to your own business so that your business can thrive on social media. Watch how your social media content can transform with a fresh set of eyes, helping you create meaningful and powerful connections. 
you get a monthly Zoom meetup, an educational topic, connection with other business owners in a small group setting online, and a monthly plan for your social. All of your social questions answered. If you want to experience more joy and less stress in your business, if you are tired and overwhelmed and you crave the freedom to spend more time on the pieces of your business that really need you, you want a clear social media strategy to take your business to the next level, and you keep trying to do this on your own, but always end up back where you started, this is the place for you. Imagine if you could spend a couple hours a month and have your entire social strategy planned, organized, and scheduled. You were able to spend more time in the areas of your business that really needed you. You could even spend more time on taking care of yourself, your family, hobbies, self-care, travel. This is an accountability group who will understand you and your business and be a cheerleader for you. The In Good Company Social Club waitlist is open. Click through to Celebrating Simple Life in order to get yourself on the waitlist and get started in moving your business in a direction that you want it to go this year. Yeah, no, I'm that's... with you 100%. And you know, the, the one thing I can say is that after all of that, I feel better today than I ever have with, you know, mm-hmm. how diversified I am and how much I've learned, the skill set that I've learned coming out of this. You know, future generations aren't going to have this type of experience that we have, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's <laughs> one of the few positives that you can try and pull. I feel like you, like you're trying to say something positive about something that's been terrible and we're both exhausted because we've been going yes. around the clock to try and make it work because that's all you can do. Yeah. Um, but there definitely, there are positives. You just have to dig deep <laughs> to find yeah, them. Yeah, you know? the, the, the digging definitely got deeper, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, I feel like I could chat with you for hours. Like the business conversations could just never end. Um, But to wrap this up, I always like to go through a few rapid fire questions just to like hear the real scoop. We we, we shared a lot of nuggets. You gave me a lot of awesome nuggets of uh, wisdom and the scoop of your, uh, your life, but you ready for these questions? I'm ready. Okay. Fill in the blank. I wish I knew. Oh, um, I wish I knew how to better, I guess, develop and retain the teams around me. Um, and I don't want to say I'm doing a bad job because I think I'm doing a great job with that. But that's one thing I'm really passionate about is making sure that people can foster their careers mm-hmm. in my company and that mm-hmm. they don't have to look outside um, to move around to, to get where they want to go. Um, and that's something that's really on my list of things to, to do better is how to better foster that type of development in my companies. That's a good, good answer. Well, I'm going to tell you this, the two lovely ladies that were happened to be the ones in the store when we were there that afternoon were the loveliest. They, oh, you walk in, I, I feel like maybe this is just because I've been in like service industry style, um, my business has is, is always been in the service industry with events. And it's like something that I'm hypersensitive to when I'm out and about, because I know how much work it takes, even when you don't feel like it to show up and be the best that you can be, even when it's hard or when people are difficult or when things aren't going the way you want them to go. And I feel like so many times you just don't quite, you don't quite get the service that you're expecting imagining when you're out and about even just in basic situations like no big deal but there's just 
room for improvement in a lot of retail spaces. We'll just leave it at that. But this was awesome. They were attentive and engaging and giving us suggestions and just being so fun in the space and it matched our surroundings. So kudos to those team members. I don't did not catch their names, but they were lovely. <laughs> Thank you. And that's exactly why I'm saying what I'm saying is I have the privilege of working with the most incredible people, but I don't, I don't take that for granted. I know I need to develop them and make sure that they feel um, good with what they're doing and it doesn't just happen. So, you know, that's something that I definitely want to work even more towards, you know, they're giving me their best. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that if I take care of my team, they'll take care of my company. Mm, and mm -hmm. that's just, that's something I want to get even better with because um, they deserve it. And they, and they should feel great coming to work and all of those things. So, yeah. Well, I had the pleasure of having Asenia on my team many years ago. Isn't and I would scoop, scoop that little lady up in a heartbeat. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> I know. She's incredible. Thank you. Um, okay. Next one. What scares you? Oh, I guess probably the same thing that scares everybody and that's risk um, in business. Mm -hmm. And no matter how big you get or, you know, how much money is running through your companies, you know that the bigger you get, the faster it can fall apart. <laughs> and <laughs> I guess, you know, risk is something that I'm, I'm always, you know, that risk averse type of person. But in business, you also learn that, you know, no, there's no reward without taking that risk. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my answer for that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, we've we've now made it through a pandemic. We can add that onto our list of things <laughs> we never thought would happen in our business careers, right? <laughs> this is true. Um, I feel like I should be tailoring this next question a little bit. What is your favorite meal? Maybe what is your favorite sweet treat? But you decide what's your favorite, favorite food. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm a lover of like all things new and cool and everything that you see and you know my company I want to go somewhere and try it so I want to say my favorite um, meals would be like those favorite restaurants of where you grew up in southern Ontario you know whether it's like your favorite chicken wings but I'm I'm a huge um, lover of like seafood and beef mm -hmm. And um, so I would say my favorite meal would be like one of those giant seafood towers with like, the dry ice effect coming out. Yes. And then, like a huge cake that's just amazing. So I love it. I would love to live in a location that was closer to more fresh seafood, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I hope that that somehow gets implemented into some type of business that's coming down the pipe. So just keep posting. Yeah, there you go. I can't do that in the shop, but maybe somewhere else. Yeah. Um, what was the last TV, Netflix, Prime, whatever you watch, TV series that you binged? Oh, man. That's a bad question for me because I do not even own a TV personally. <gasps> yeah. What? So I do not watch TV. Um so I can't even add to that. You know what I can tell you, though, is so back when I was married, um, my ex-wife loved this show and I loved this show called Suits. Um, oh. Do you know what with the lawyers and they're doing all yes, these crazy I things? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that one. But I honestly I haven't watched TV in a very long time. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to try to take some of that uh, inspiration. And I mean, who has time to really watch TV? But let's be honest, the end of the night comes around. And I'm like, I just I feel like 
TV for me does not feel like the passing of time. It for me feels like the only time I actually have the physical capability to turn my brain off. Yeah. It's like there's a hundred wheels at a time. For some reason, I have the ability to watch a show and not think about something else. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the best therapy. I should buy a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might find while you're up at 2 a.m. that maybe that's what you yeah. need to turn the brain off once in a while. Right. Um, what books or things that you just need are on your night table right now? Well, I am a minimalist with my personal things. So mm-hmm. there is honestly nothing on my night table Ooh, that's, uh, other than that's my brilliant. chargers for my watch and for my phone. However, um, I like anything that I read or take the time to do, I always try to like develop myself. And I love Oprah. Not too many people know this about me, but man, I, I was raised growing up Um, watching her show and just kind of taking in all of that stuff about, you know, living your best life and living everything to the fullest and all of that. And I, I genuinely, I love that. And anything to this day that she puts out and she does, I just find such a positive light to it. Um, And I can learn so much from it. So anything that she does, I'm in for. We're like kindred spirits. I'm the exact same. I remember recording the show on the VHS tapes in case I was going to miss it to watch it later. And I loved every, I do. She saw her live a number of years ago and there's just something so refreshing about someone who has had the story that she has and has come where she's come from. And still, I mean, do I know her personally? No, like I'd like to be best friends, but not sure that's going to happen. But, you know, she just has this way of feeling like she's just one of the one of the people, even though she's created this whole empire for herself. Actually, I know. I feel the same. Okay, last but not least. What are, amidst your busy life and running the businesses and doing all the things, what are some simple moments in your day-to-day life that bring you the most joy? Oh, you know what? I'm a pretty simple guy. And the things that bring me the most joy are the simplest things in life. Um, you know, for, for example, you know, yesterday I went riding bikes with my best friend and we went 40 kilometers. We did two days in a row because it's been so nice. And um, I just loved it, you know, just being outside and having fun. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's refreshing sometimes in a culture that's so financially driven Mm. to just do something where there's no transactions, no money, no nothing. And I love that the most, you know, a picnic in, in the park with your girl or like a bike ride down the river with your best friend or just Mm -hmm. something that's, you know, nice and refreshing where you're not having to, there's no transactions, nothing that distracts from just, you know, connecting with that person and the moment that you're in. I love it. And I could not agree more. Ben, thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been just an enlightening conversation and my wheels are spinning of all of the things that you have uh, shared with us today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This show would not be possible without you. 
My incredible listeners, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life on Apple Podcasts or download and listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. These reviews, ratings, and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow. It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show, and if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, is proud to be a member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Connexus. Wellness, however you define it, is achievable. You don't even need to figure it all out yourself. Talk to Connexus. They'll give you guidance, motivation, and the push you need to reach your goals. They've got you. They're your financial partner, and they know you can achieve your very best, your financial best. Prove them right. Start right at Connexus Credit Union.